Ow. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're going, man. Oh, what are you? Warm. Oh, oh shit, oh, we're live. Oh, oh hi. Hey, oh, whoa, God. whoa. I wasn't sure if the sound was done. I mean, ah. I, I mean, I put my, I, I did the one, and then yeah, I know. I. It's all when right. you got to crack your neck, you yeah. completely lose all <laughs> sense of time. Hey, welcome to Utterly Geek Social Hour for Thanksgiving. Hello. The third week of Thanksgiving, November. I, cur- I currently am probably either cooking the turkey still or stuffing my face of the turkey that I mentioned during the during the gaming news session. So at this time, I would be half in the bag. We would have wrapped <laughs> up dishes, and I would have been contemplating my second slice of pie. <laughs> I might I might be there. If it's around the same time frame as where we're currently recording this, then yes. Yeah, that's that's what I'm taking it based okay. off of, because we normally eat Thanksgiving dinner super early, like yeah. two or three. Yeah, ours is, ours is as well. Yeah, well, it's the only meal of the day, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I think I'm beer I, and I think I'm yeah, I think I'm gonna go like super light on breakfast. Just basically eat like a Cheerio and then be like, all right, cool, ready for Thanksgiving. See, I don't even do that. <laughs> By the time I'm up, we've got an olive plate out. We've probably got oh uh, Jesus, uh, celery and cream cheese out. We've got deviled eggs. We've got cocktail wieners and pineapple. Which, if you haven't paired those two together, the fuck are you doing? Get the fuck out. <laughs> Okay, you you need to just get a pack of Oscar Mayer Hillshire Farm cocktail wieners, mm-hmm. preferably the ones that have cheddar cheese with them, mm-hmm. and a can of chunk pineapple. Take a toothpick, stab a chunk of pineapple, stab a cocktail wiener, eat it, be happy. It's magic. Yeah. Oh, Thanksgiving's great. <laughs> but we're here to talk about fun things that we've been doing over the past week mm-hmm. or so. Um. I've been in a weird place with games. I haven't had the time to really dedicate and sit down to play swaths of hours of games. Mm. But there have been a number of game sales going on. Yes. Uh, So I picked up Castlevania Symphony of the Night on Xbox One. This is the Xbox 360 port ported over to Xbox One. Okay. And I specifically picked up this version because it has the original voicing in it unlike the new Castlevania collection that came out. Right. And I've just had a hankering to play a fucking Castlevania game. I haven't played one since Circle of the Moon on Game Boy Advance, and I've never played Symphony of the Night. Mm. Neither have I. Still, yeah, I'm still super early in it. I got to the whole Switch where it drops off Richter and you start playing as Alucard, and then you get Metroided, as you do in these games. Right. I mean, it's a and, Metroidvania, so... Yeah, it's... it's like, dude, I'm badass. I'm killing everything in one hit. Death is here, and Death is pissed, so he's going to take all my gear. It's it's good. It I, I'm not far enough to really have an opinion on it, mm. but it's music's great. And that seems like a pretty solid version of that game to play. A lot of the negatives, uh, negatives in the reviews, which if you want to have a good time, Look up a renowned game like Symphony of the Night Mm -hmm. or Mario 64 and just sort by and read the one-star reviews. Hmm. Okay. It's pretty awesome and hilarious what people think make these games bad. Why? The the Xbox One version of this, the big complaint is, oh, the screen is too too small because they maintain the 480 resolution. Oh, 
which I can get. Okay. But it's still big enough to where you can see what's going on, and the art still pops. It still looks great. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the one-star reviews are like, it looks like crap, it's pixely and bullshit. And it's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Let me tell you about a thing called retro games. (laughs) Yeah. God forbid they should ever find Stardew Valley. Oh, my God. And realize that's a modern game. Yeah. But it there's just a snappiness to that game where everything just feels so good and the combat's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's it's really good. I need to finish it. Mm. Uh, in the spirit of sales, Runner 3, they've dropped the Bit Trip name off of that, is exclusive to Switch. Mm-hmm. And it's currently on sale for half off, so it's 10 bucks. so I picked that up. Dude, they fucked with Runner, and it's a lot harder now, and it's a lot different. There's fucking multiple paths. Mm. Like, branching paths where you're collecting different types of stuff. The first run through will always be the default pick up the gold bars. There's 100 gold bars, and it's a fucking rhythm game, so it sounds great. The soundtrack is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. It's a bit trip game. Yeah. But once you get through it, it unlocks the gem path, which is the harder path. I haven't done any of the gem paths yet. Mm. But I'm still I'm still working through Foodland and it's voiced again by Charles Martinet. And hearing him give commercials for like Chetty's chicken bacon or combat trousers is fucking wonderful. Okay. That game has a sense of humor that is so weird and out there. I love it. It does the same thing Runner 2 did, where every time you boot it up, it's like you're going into an old 50s action show. Hmm. So it's Charles Martinet saying, this week's show is brought to you by... And then that advertisement plays out. Combat trousers or Chetty's chicken bacon or Mm. whatever the fuck you have. (laughs) Sure. It's... I, I recommend it. If you like if you like Endless Runners, if you like rhythm games, mm-hmm. you can do a lot worse than Runner, mm. especially Runner 3. It looks so good. Right. Yeah, I remember seeing that initial trailer and, like, the visuals looked, like, better from Runner 2. And Runner 2 already looked great. Yeah. And- it, well, the thing is, the paths, too, are different in that they bend and turn. Mm. So they really fuck with perspective. Okay. And there's been a couple of instances, I'm only through like the first five or six levels, but there's instances where you hop in like a jet, and so it's no longer running and jumping, but it's maneuvering the jet around (laughs) obstacles to pick up gold pieces. Okay. So it feels so fucking different. Uh. Hmm. Like, I haven't run into a lot of the kick or like circle shit and a lot of the weirder stuff that they get into later in those games. Yeah. But they do maintain the bonus cannon. If you collect all the gold pieces at the end, they say, oh, perfect run. Here's a bonus. And you fucking load into a cannon yep. that's tilting up and down at a target. And you fucking just fire your character and embed them in the target. And it's fucking great. Yep. It's great. Pick up runner three. I also... I'm playing perfect dark. The original or... The Xbox Live remaster. Okay. Which is, in my opinion, a perfect remaster. Okay. In that it looks like how you remember the game looking, and it doesn't (laughs) look like what the game actually looked like. Right. 
Uh, yeah, so to, to follow this mind tunnel, uh, Dan Reichert of Giant Bombs started playing Goldeneye on Double O Agent in a new series. Mm. And since I don't have access to Goldeneye, I was like, fuck it. Perfect Dark was the better game anyway. And I realized I've never played all the way through that on Xbox. Oh, Jesus. So I still have achievements to get for that. Oh, boy. All right. So I'm I'm trying to 100%. That game goes places, man. Yeah. And <laughs> looking at it again with adult eyes, it's like, this story is incoherent <laughs> bullshit. Yes. Yep. It's like, oh, break in and get this AI. Okay, that kind of makes sense. I'm in the middle of a mission. Like, that's cool. Then all of a sudden, oh, they stole your AI back. Okay. Now go to Chicago. All right. So I'm interrupting meeting. That makes sense. Now go to fucking Area 51. <laughs> yep. What? Yep. Yes. The rails have fallen out from underneath <laughs> me. <laughs> uh. And this alien just likes to call himself Elvis. Yes. So here you go. Yeah. And he follows you around. Elvis is so good. Yes. Elvis is such a good and, character. And that he, fucking and he talks U.S. waistcoat. Yep. Ugh. See, the the thing that they, they did actually fix this in this release, but I don't like it, is the N64 version in multiplayer, you could mix and match any body with any head. Mm-hmm. They locked that down in this one, so if you pick the little tiny alien body, you have to have the gigantic alien head. Which... Okay, that's a balanced thing. Yeah. You can be a tiny body, but your head is fucking gigantic. It's the biggest target on your body. Right. Whereas in the N64 version, Iris Joe's Elvis waistcoat and put the Arctic Joanna head on it mm. because it looked like she was just tiny mm. Arctic Joanna. And I thought that was funny. <laughs> and I can't do that in this one. Mm. But Perfect Dark is still a fucking amazing game. Mm. That's the rare replay version of that game. Oh, uh, okay. Which is the exact same as if you bought it on Xbox 360. All of those that they put on Xbox 360 as a port, you just download those as a separate app when you buy Rare Replay. Ah, okay. Nice. And you can launch them separately without launching Rare Replay specifically. Mm. It, it, man, Perfect Dark's great. Nice. I, I want to finish Perfect Dark again. <laughs> you should. I should. I should go through on Perfect Agent. Right now, I'm just going through on Agent. Right. Because the only achievements are completing it all on Agent and completing it all on Perfect Agent. Oh, Jesus. It doesn't give a shit about the middle Mm. difficulty, which is fucking weird, Mm. but whatever. Yeah, that's that's about all I've been doing. (laughs) Little short bursts of that stuff. I think while I'm traveling, because I don't have access to any of those except for Runner, I might try to get through more Bayonetta in Bayonetta 2. Mm, Yeah. Because that is a black hole in my history. Yes. Yeah, those are good. I still need to finish 2 on the Switch. I finished it on Wii U, like, forever ago. But I need Mm. to... I started a playthrough... I actually started a playthrough on, on one on my PC, and then I was like, wait a minute, I've got... Bayonetta 2 on Switch. I'm going to fucking play that because that's just mechanically a better game. (laughs) That's what I'm hearing. Like, I'm to the point in the first Bayonetta where it's doing a lot of the QTE stuff where if you fuck up, it's just instant death. Yep. And that shit just sucks. Yes. It gets you the first time every fucking time. Yeah. And (laughs) you get heavily penalized if you 
die. Like, you really miss out on getting upgrades or getting points or halos yeah. to, to go towards your upgrades. So if you're constantly fucking up and dying and having yep, to continue, <laughs> like, you're, you just get so far behind that you can't level up shit, and it gets really frustrating. Right. Oh, I think they're still doing the deal where if you have a copy of Bayonetta 2, you can get the first one for cheaper. Okay. On Switch. But not like you need to. You've got it on fucking everything. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I've been doing. What have you been up to? Uh, Well, I've been playing more Red Dead. That's basically fucking consumed my soul. Uh... I mean, you weren't here for it, Steve was, but um, that was a game that I didn't think I was, like, super hyped for. Like, mm-hmm. the trailers came out, and I was like, that looks cool, but whatever. And, like, similar to what we were saying about how a lot of the shit that Rockstar pulled with GTA Five was, like, kind of like a weird taste in everybody's mouth at least people who were paying attention (laughs) and being like yeah oh they're being double dipping bastards uh but i don't know i mean so i was kind of felt like eh whatever but i don't know as reviews were coming out and i watched some gameplay i was like oh that could be that could be good like i'll i'll give it a shot sure why not and i and i bought it and i was just like jesus i am just loving this game (laughs) so much yeah, I'm I'm really curious to see once you get through it because I've heard that uh from a lot of people that they really really love it and then all of a sudden it takes a weird turn where all of a sudden it's completely outstaying its welcome. Right. And I'm not talking even about a narrative thing. I did watch the donkey thing and mm. I know you're saying that's a spoiler but I don't fucking know what's going on so whatever. Right. right. But not that I'm really concerned about being spoiled on Red Dead Redemption. I mean, I, I was, I was, I was on like chapter two when that video came out. So like when he was like, right. "Oh, here's chapter five, I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like, yeah. But I've I've heard where it suddenly just takes a turn, and some people just fuck off with the the entire game. Mm. Uh, one of what was it? Dan Reichert was saying something happened on a mission where the AI fucked up mm. and caused him to lose his progress in a mission. which then reset him back to the other side of the map to then take his 20-minute horse ride back to the mission. Oh, God. And he was just like, fuck this. Went from good guy Arthur Morgan to every time someone's like, oh, hey, Mr. Help, he just shoots him in the head. (laughs) He's like, I'm fucking done. I I need to play this to get the story to, you know, argue against it or for it or whatever. Mm. But but you said you're not to that point point at all like you're still loving your time in it yes yeah and i'm i'm i think the reason why i'm really enjoying it is which i know this can be a lot of negatives for some people is of how slow paced it is like i don't mind the fact that it takes like that there's this animation for literally everything you're doing like i it's fine to me like i i know when i'm playing red dead 2 like i'm there to just fucking chill and just enjoy and get immersed so like and that game fucking excels at that like it does it does that so well that i i over i overlook all like the many 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 slow animations that they have for arthur by slow i mean it's just like like say if you loot a body it's like he has to 
get over like you push the button and it's not just like he just bends over and grabs it and like oh you have it he has to get to the like facing the feet facing the person grabs them picks them up searches through his pockets and then drops them and then pockets whatever he picks up and he does that that every time that sounds like that would be good for a little bit but it would wear thin on me right maybe it 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 depends it's hard to tell yeah having not really played it um right like like i said like some like there's some things i could see both sides of the argument where it's like okay i could see how that could be annoying for some people but for me i haven't it hasn't for me so it sounds like a real near type situation where either it's gonna hit no no like seriously right. like it's gonna hit with you really hard and you can overlook that stuff mm-hmm. or you will just bounce the fuck off of it and right. not want to touch it ever again right which is weird because that's how i felt about red dead one because red dead one i stopped playing it because i was just like oh my god just get me done with this game like uh, yeah. i like I was tanking, I think I think a lot of it was just because a lot of the missions felt repetitive. Uh, mm-hmm. Whereas this one, like if you kind of look at it from like a broad perspective of like what you're doing each mission, which I kind of have. Like there's been a couple missions where I'm like, God, this is like the same fucking thing. Where it's like you have a cutscene, you ride to your location, you shoot a couple people, then there's another cutscene, and then maybe you're riding back, or maybe it'll just end there, and then you pick up wherever you are like sure that's yeah what you do every single mission but like i don't know maybe it's just because of how well written the characters are or maybe because i care about the characters it's like i'm willing to overlook that and just still want to know what's going to happen next and want to play right. the next story beat so um yeah i don't i don't know it's uh uh, again, well, that's, I, I that's could... kind of the same feeling I was having coming back to GTA Five because I played mm-hmm. a bit of that like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I still want to go back and actually finish it. Yeah, but it was the same kind of thing of well, okay, so the mission structures are revealing themselves as drive here, do this thing. Oh no, someone's gonna shoot at you, and now you gotta speed away and hide from the cops, and then drive back and get a little bit of dialogue. But there's something about the presentation and how those characters are written mm-hmm. that carries you through there but also gta 5 has like the heists which really change things up and feel so good when you pull those off right yeah so yeah i mean they yeah i wouldn't say that for red dead 2 that they have a lot of different paths like that like they don't have like full-on heists where it's like oh choose how you want well they kind of do because there's there was one bank heist I did where it was like, hey, what do you want to do? Do you want to, like, go in guns blazing or do you want to, like, kind of just play it cool and quiet? Uh, oh, yeah. So, that, so that's totally a GTA Five heist. Yeah. So, like, and, and those horses. Right. But it, it's not like it's like, hey, let's plan it out before the heist. It's like while the heist is going on, it's like, hey, what do you want to do? Like, oh, okay. like there was a point where I got into the vault and it was like, hey, do you want to pick the locks or do you want to blow it open with dynamite? And I went with pick the locks because I was like, well, it'll be fucking quieter. And yeah, it'll take more time. But, you know, maybe I could also like if I blow it up with dynamite, like I could fucking burn up the money or damage all the jewelry yeah. or whatever that's there. And so I went with pick the locks. And yeah, even though like everybody was like come on arthur hurry the fuck up like it was like 
no one arthur even asked at one point while i was picking locks he's like oh does anybody hear anything yet or is anybody on their way and they were like no and i was like oh boy like this was the better like i i see it as the better option because i was able to get more money out of it because i was able to pick all five locks instead of just like blowing it all up and then maybe not getting all of the money that i wanted out of that yeah. whole heist. So so I think there's there are little moments like that where it is similar to, to GTA, but it's not as apparent whereas that was the big thing about GTA five was like yeah. this is the new thing that we're adding to it. Yeah, the the whole heist system and leveling up members of your crew and mm-hmm. shit like that. Yeah. And it feels like that but with a Western flavor, with its own red dead sauce poured over top of it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So oh, Red Dead sauce sounds gross <laughs> as hell. <laughs> oh boy, that almost Bad sounds idea. like a hot, that sounds like a hot sauce almost. I'd see that. I, could, I would. T- I would take uh, yeah, yeah, either hot sauce or a barbecue sauce. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's kind of how that has to right. shake out, right? Yeah. Either that or just straight whiskey, right? Um, but yeah, been playing that. Uh, and then I also picked up the um. We were just talking about it. The expansion pass for the Spider-Man PS4 game uh, because the the first one was already out and I was hearing good things about it. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, I'll eventually... That's the Black Cat thing, right? Yes. Uh, and um, similar to what I was saying while I was playing, uh, playing the game, um, like, I wanted more... Like, even though I was in the middle of it, I was like, dude, I already want more of this fucking world. Like, I want more... <laughs> of it like i wasn't even done but i was like i'm already ready to buy more fucking dlc if it's story based to like just give me more of that shit um fucking i i can't think of a joking insult here <laughs> fuck fuck you I guess. <laughs> god damn it um i had something yeah well sorry um <laughs> but yeah it's it's so i played the i played the first dlc which was the heist which which it was with Black Cat. Uh, they do some interesting things that I was like, oh, shit. I did not see that, like, narratively, that I'm like, oh, God, I did not fucking see that coming. That's pretty awesome. Um, and, like, I mean, you know, the gameplay was like, it was more of it. Uh, it's kind of cool with the DLC because it's like, it feels like Insomniac was like, all right, cool. You played the main game and you've played it on, like, the hardest difficulty. Sure. But hey, fuck you. Here's new enemies. Here's more. Here's like new puzzles that are like really fucking difficult. That'll really make you think and like all this shit. So it's yep. like it's definitely like an expansion that is a worthwhile expansion. That's like here's more because you know you've already played it and you know you've already done it. It doesn't like take the easy route. And it's like yeah, okay. Here's like here's just like some more narrative. But like they actually ramp up the difficulty because here's more and here's different. Yes, exactly. Yeah, which is awesome uh so yeah i i played it and you know i i beat it in like two small sittings like so like roughly like two to three hours roughly which is Mm -hmm. pretty much what everyone was saying anyway um you know and then the the new one's dropping this week so i'll probably make some time eventually this week because like the thing that's interesting about this uh this whole expansion pass is that it's one ongoing story like, it's one overarching story that is just split into three different little packs. Like, three little DLC mm-hmm. packs. Um, 
So it's kind of cool. So it's almost like episodic in a sense where it's like, hey, you know, there's like a to be continued for once I beat that first piece of DLC. So I wonder if like, say I I don't have the game personally. I haven't Mm -hmm. touched it yet. If I come to this down the ro- down the road in like a game of the year type edition, or just buy the game cheap and get the DLC later, I mm-hmm. wonder if it will sequentially serve me that. So, or if it will dump it all at the same time and be like, "Oh, here's three different markers on the map. If you play these out of order, fuck you." No. So the way the way that it works, which I noticed once I loaded it up, um, is that when you go into the options menu. Uh, which is like where like all your map skills, etc., are. Uh, there's a DLC tab that's all the way at the end, and you just go over to it, and then it'll show you four tabs where it'll say main game, how like your main game, the DLC pack one, two, and three, and then okay. and then it'll show you the percentage of like how far you are on each one. But I wonder if you can play those DLCs out of order if they're as tied together as you say they are. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I see because what you mean. like like uh, Mass Effect Two had this terrible fucking bug where you could inadvertently start Lair of the Shadow Broker if you chose the wrong dialogue option with Liara and completely fuck over other quests that you had. Mm. Yeah, and be unable to complete them because you fucked up with the DLC. Whereas if you played that day one, that option would have never been there. Yeah, and you wouldn't fuck it up because you're meant to come back to right. do it later. I would hope Insomniac is smarter and has learned similar lessons, and I would suspect that that is the case here. Right. I mean, they do say, it does say in the DLC, like, it says literally, like, DLC 1, 2, and 3. So, I mean... Right, but let's assume for a minute, and I know this is a stretch, that I'm a fucking moron. (laughs) You can't count to three. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I count it out of order. Like, it goes two on three. Right. So... Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm neat. I I want to know how that works out, but it sounds like that's a good, good pack, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm enjoying it because, like I said, it's it's just more. It's a lot more than I expected. Like I thought it was just going to be more story, but it was like, like I was saying, there's new enemies, there's new challenges. Uh, yeah, it's it's a lot more new that's there, which is great, and the fact that. I kind of like that it's an ongoing storyline that's still mm. like, hey, this is just something that is within this world. It's its own thing. It probably won't have any impact on like the next game or anything. Like It's just its own little chunk of story that's like six to seven hours total time, but just split up. Like I think that's kind of neat. It's, yeah. it's the episodic formula done very well <laughs> I, think. I mean it sounds good by all intents and purposes spider-man sounds like it's nearly flawlessly executed yeah nearly there i've heard some detractions but. yeah there's like a lot of people don't like a lot of the the stealth uh segments of that game uh, and they yeah. and they mean when you play as other characters uh yeah but i didn't i didn't have an issue with it Honestly, I mean, you're still so many people were complaining like, oh, you're not playing a Spider-Man. It's like, dude, do you even know how much you're playing Spider-Man in this Spider-Man game? Like a lot, like a lot, a lot. So so flash forward DLC three is nothing but stealth sections. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, God. Uh, so yeah, played that, and the last thing which I had uh, this past weekend, we played with a bunch of friends. We played Super Mario Party and also Mario Kart, but I played a lot of Mario Kart. Yeah. But I wanted to talk about Mario Party because... Yeah, we as a group have not talked about nor played. Right. Uh, yeah. And uh, this is my first ever Mario Party game that I've ever played, ever. Period. You've never played any of the other Mario Parties? Nope. Not a single fucking one? Not even Mario Party 2? Nope. None of them. You never had the palm blister from (laughs) Mario Party 1? I have heard about the palm blisters, but yeah, no, never played any of them. Holy shit. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's honestly shocking yeah. to me. That I mean, I've I just played fifty turn games of Mario Party <laughs> One and Two. Oh God, I'm sorry. No, it was fine. It, okay. I had fun. I think. I don't know. <laughs> After a while, it just becomes a fever dream. Uh, yeah. But no, so, I. So, so uh, Super Mario Party. How many turns is maximum turns? Can I do a fifty turn game? Uh, I I don't know. I didn't see. I think the max is twenty. Boo! That was a standard game in the old days. That was the least amount of turns you could do. No. The least was 10. Yeah. 20 was the medium. Okay. I, I don't know. I mean, I... This is just... I From remembering from a quick glance of, like, how many turns we wanted to do. Because I think we cycled through, like... I think it originally started with 10. Which we were like, eh, like, 10's okay. But then we did 15. We ended up doing a 15-round game. Because we're like, that's probably, like, enough, like, for all of us that we just want to just get it, like, a good amount of time of playing. <laughs> 20 turns or nothing, fuckers. I, I guess. Uh, let's let's get serious on this game of skill. <laughs> yeah. Wait, God. Jesus Christ, it's anything but. <laughs> yeah, it's I, so I skill all the time. So I, I, I did get the the Mario party experience where it was like, I was losing, I was losing. I was in fourth. I was getting fucking like all my buddies were winning all the stars. And then suddenly I had a turn where suddenly I just had three stars and I was pulling up ahead and I was like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Uh, yeah, Cause I had one roll where it was like, Oh, I'm at the next star. And I rolled like a six and it was like, cool. Here's a star. And it was like, okay, here, here's where the next star is going. And it was like, four spaces away and i was like sweet i'm passing by it there's my second star and then i had a fucking gold tube with me so it was like sweet there's the third star once my next turn comes around (laughs) yup that game gets real fucky real fast and (laughs) i love it for it yeah um stars are only 10 coins now aren't they yes they were 20 in all of the old games. Yeah, they that they get 20 when uh depending on the board um if when it doubles, which obviously it's still 10, 10 per, per star. star. So that's that's another thing that was never in the old games. It wasn't like a last minute, "Oh, by the way, you can buy two now." Mm-hmm. Like that was never a thing. Yeah. And that can either be like a, oh, yay, I'm coming from behind, or a, fuck you all, <laughs> let me leave you behind. Yeah, right. Oh, that, yeah, I'm mixed on the two-star rule. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's not every board, though, because I've seen that in action, but the board that we were playing, it didn't have that. All it had was oh, the, okay. uh, all it had was the, oh, the uh, bad luck spaces are worst luck. 
basically. No, oh, yeah. Um, Fuck Kamek. And and that was it. Uh, everything else was kind of like just the same old. So, uh, but I think that was mostly just because the board that we were playing on uh, had a giant map hazard. So mm. so it was kind of like they kind of had to balance that out, obviously, because like a right. lot of the event spaces could trigger the the big hazard. And if it what was, was it? It was the uh, oh god, I can't remember the, like the character's name, but he's like the King Bomb Bomb. Okay, uh, Bob Bomb. That's yeah. literally okay. his name, I believe. All right, so I got it right. Uh, he's so he's in the center of of the um, of the stage, and there are different paths. There are four different paths that go outside of the center, and mm-hmm. and you know you can choose which way you go or whatever, but you always have to go. When you start, you have to you have to go to the right, um, but then you choose whether if you want to go north or south. But then you have to cycle around, and then you're back on the center. Okay. Um, but the center, whenever you trigger a special event, uh, it basically does a countdown until King Bomb Bomb blows up. And if you're in that center space, uh, we thought that you get knocked into the outside areas, uh, mm-hmm. but apparently you just lose coins. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like Mario Party. Yeah. Um, but it's like, you know, you have to trigger it like five times or whatever. So, um, but yeah, like, so that was the map that we played on. So because there's like a giant hazard that's like in the center of the board, it was like, Mm -hmm. oh, the only thing that changed was just like more bad luck that like the bad luck spaces could just be worse. Yeah. And, And that was it. Everything else was just more or less the same. Yeah, so the the weird part to me in that is that you can play as Bowser, because Bowser was always a board element in all the old games. Yep. Right. It's so fucking weird. <laughs> like, the characters that they have in that are so fucking weird. You, you can play as a goddamn Goomba. I played as Monty Mole. Yeah, he Monty looks, Mole's fucking awesome. Because he looks great. And if you win, he's like slapping his belly while he's he all happy. He slaps his big fat belly. <laughs> he's so happy. I actually got Bowser as one of my ally uh, dice, and I fucking used his dice, and I rolled a 10, and I was fucking amazed. <laughs> yeah, like, the character-specific dice, like, they mm-hmm. changed Mario Party drastically in this version. Yeah. And I, I think it's definitely for the better. I, it's 100% for the better. Yeah. There wasn't anything where I was like, man, this seems like like a bad thing or or something that they tried to implement that was maybe new that I wasn't aware of that would have been like, oh, okay, yeah, that seems like that's kind of bullshit. Whereas like everything else is like, no, that seems like kind of makes sense. Like. When the entire game is bullshit, it's kind of <laughs> hard to introduce more bullshit, you right. know? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's literally a hidden space on every board that if you land on it, you get a star yep. for no fucking reason other than you landed on the space. Well, it, it gives you a golden block, and then it spins a wheel, and then it's like, it's a chance right, but, of... But let's getting... be let's be honest, it decided before you landed on that space what that block right. is. Yeah, exactly. So, fuck you, just get a star, you asshole. Yeah. <laughs> that fucking game. <laughs> but it it's, is, it's it's super good. Uh, the minigames are a lot of fun. Um, a lot of the minigames look really nice. Did you did you get the 
uh, cook the meat game? No, I wish I did because I I did see that uh, on various Let's Plays, and I was like that hyper realistic meat man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so weird. That was the one thing where I was like, man, this actually looks really good for a Switch game. Yeah, well, hey, who knew? You give a Nintendo developer a game to make on the Switch, they're gonna make a game that looks real fucking good. Yeah. But no, I had fun with it. I would definitely fucking... I would totally play that game again. Um, I yeah. wish it had online. Yeah. Yeah. Because I would buy it so that we could play fucking Mario Party online. I would play the shit out of some online Mario Party. Yeah. Get on Discord. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. The Nintendo Switch <laughs> app. <laughs> you wouldn't see me on that. No. Nor should I. Uh, yeah. That that is the perfect game to play on a day like today, Thanksgiving, with your family. It is a good family game. So you can all hate each other and be screaming by the end of it. The trick is to get real drunk and then play <laughs> Mario Party. <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, that's about it. Just at least as far as like three games I wanted to highlight this week. Yeah, I've I've been contemplating picking up Mario Party, but I can't justify $60. I don't live near enough adults who also want to play Mario Party. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's similar to, like, other games that people have been like, oh, you got to pick up this? I'm like, nah, man. I've already got... If I want my multiplayer fix, I play Overwatch or Black Ops, and if I want to do fucking story-based game i do red dead because i'm yeah way into that shit <laughs> yeah got got all your needs covered there right now mm-hmm. yeah exactly well cool thanks for joining us you if you're listening on thanksgiving go eat another piece of go go eat some more pie <laughs> or some turkey yeah like be that be that person at 2 a.m fucking sifting through the refrigerator eating more i have or... never had a midnight snack really not once in my life. Wow, I have. I, mostly with my brother. Usually because my brother's usually hungry by that point. So we'll we'll <laughs> we'll have like a second small little Thanksgiving dinner. Like he'll he'll kind of dish up some more turkey and a little bit of gravy. That that tracks. <laughs> that completely makes sense. Yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, no. I mean, even out of Thanksgiving, not out of Thanksgiving, I have never had a midnight snack. Hey, man. Nine times never out of too ten, late. Never too late to start. I'm just saying. True, <laughs> but nine times out of ten, when I wake up in the middle of the night, it's because I'm about to piss my pants. Oh well. <laughs> like I gotta run to the bathroom. Uh, yeah. Well, hey, you know, if you're running by the bathroom, stop by, stop by the fridge a little bit. <laughs> take a little. Yeah, uh, maybe. Take, take a little bit more. Maybe. <laughs> my favorite thing about Thanksgiving, honestly, is the turkey sandwiches the next day. Oh my the god. Cold turkey sandwiches just. Bread, mayonnaise, cold turkey. Nah, man. Bam. What fucking I have, good. what I have, which our fucking college ruined it for me, uh, is, and by ruin it, I mean I have to have it every Thanksgiving now, is Thanksgiving wraps. Oh. I have to have that now, where it's stuffing yeah. mashed potato turkey with cranberry and a little bit of gravy in there, and you wrap it all mm. up in one burrito and, like, mm, and heat that shit up. Like, you have yeah. it nice and warm. Like, oh, God. One of my dad's favorite meals was actually the Friendly's Thanksgiving Feast, and it's literally an open-faced sandwich. Okay. With mashed potatoes, peas, squash, stuffing, turkey, 
another slice of bread, and then you just drown the entire thing in <laughs> gravy. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> Listen, Thanksgiving meals, when I was a kid, I hated them, but now, mm, mm. I don't think I've ever hated them, but I think I've grown to appreciate it more. Well, I didn't hate it. Again, I didn't hate it, but it was like, eh, I didn't really do gravy at the time. Mm. I didn't really do dressings. Turnips and squash and shit was never appealing to me. Mm. So it was really just mashed potato, dry mashed potatoes, Ooh. turkey and rolls. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I guess that was about the same for me, but like cranberries as well. Yeah, oh, cranberry sauce. You have to have the cranberry sauce. Yeah. My mom's gotten in the the habit of making her mac and cheese also on okay. Thanksgiving. Okay. Which is dangerous. <laughs> yeah. It's so much butter. It's so good. <laughs> oh. See, if I didn't already it's... have Thanksgiving dinner at work today, I would be hungry now, but I'm not. Right. So that's good. <laughs> so is this mac and cheese put Paula Dean to shame? God, yes. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> she uses cheese that's crumbled up on the top. Oh, my God. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Fuck. Well, there you go. Yeah, guys, just go eat. Yeah. yeah. Keep eating. Yeah. In a, in a country of excess, keep being excess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, I guess go spend money you don't have tomorrow. Yeah. If you're listening to this on Friday, go get out there and that's how i get my christmas gifts (laughs) yeah well seriously there are some good deals but the thing is is that now the day after thanksgiving Mm -hmm. is the first day that you can legally play christmas music and me not want to punch you (laughs) okay yes black friday is the first day of the christmas season i luckily don't watch tv anymore so i haven't seen any christmas commercials I've I've walked around at a few clothing stores this past weekend and heard some, like not it was like one out of every six songs was like a Christmas song and I was like, uh, come <laughs> so, on, so they're just teasing it. Yep, just there was just, like, there was just trickling it in a little bit. Yeah, let me, let me just stick in a Christmas tree just a little bit, just see how it feels. Ugh, yeah, let's just try that on for size. Mm. Well, the, woo, holiday tangents. Thanks for joining <laughs> us. <laughs> Enjoy enjoy your turkey day, everyone. Enjoy your turkey day. Have a good one. We'll see you next time.